Bitterness is a poison to careers. Bitter people think they deserve more than they get in life. They're never, ever satisfied with what they have. They're usually paranoid and think everyone is out to get them. I've met a lot of bitter people. Bitter people don't appreciate the kindness of other people. They think they deserve it. So they don't acknowledge that other people's skills and hard work are responsible for their success. You see, they see bitter people, people who are focused on what is fair, don't acknowledge their own faults and shortcomings. When you're bitter, you're only ruining your own life. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Welcome to Management Material, episode 44. Think about what's good for you, not what's fair to you. Okay, hey guys, it is nearing the middle of February. I'm very excited about this. That means that spring is just around the corner. We're about to get out of the winter drudgery around here. It is turning to mud. Everything is turning to mud, which means it's not terribly frozen, which is great. Anyway, I'm very excited about that. I I kind of endure winter. And really look forward to spring. At the same time, Saver Street has just turned two years old. I have coached over 100 people at this point. I'm very excited about that. And I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm feeling full of hope and full of just hope for the future. I'm looking forward to it. So anyway, let's, let's get started on today's episode, which is all about finding what is good for you and not dwelling on finding what's fair to you. Like I usually do, let's start with the story. At one point in my career, I was in a desperate situation. I had I was on maternity leave. I had just experienced some pregnancy discrimination, which I won't get into here. And I was looking for another job. I was looking for another job because I think it was like six weeks postpartum. I went back to work part-time at eight weeks postpartum. If you're a parent, then you know that that is a very hard time in a baby's life, a very hard time for a woman to go back to work after having an emergency C-section. And I was going back to work a little bit for my own sanity, actually, not, not even for the money, just for my own sanity, because my daughter was super, super colicky. I mean, to the point where... I would take her out for a walk and people would cross the street to tell me how to get my baby to stop crying. It was impossible. It was impossible. She didn't stop crying until she was about four and a half months old. That takes a toll on you. 
So I was in a desperate situation. We could not afford daycare. Daycare in Massachusetts was around $20,000 a year. Your FSA for childcare costs is only $5,000. So that was, most of it was post-tax money. And we just couldn't afford it. My husband's a minister. I was making, I think, forty-five dollars or $50,000 a year pre-tax. It was just very, very difficult. So when a recruiter reached out to me and said, hey, I think your profile on LinkedIn fits what we're looking for, for a product manager role, I'd love for you to interview. I really, I mean, I really thought about it. And I wrote back, I prayed about it. I wrote back and I said, yeah, I'd love to interview. I really would. And so he said, like you do before laws were passed, he said, hey, what's your salary requirement? And I wasn't really thinking. I hadn't slept in two months. So I put in just what I needed instead of what I, what the position was worth, which that's another podcast episode. But I, I put in, I think, $25,000, dollars $25, more than what I was making at the time, which would just allow me to pay for daycare. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. And so I landed an interview. And I talked with the recruiter. I talked with the hiring manager. I then went through rounds and rounds of interviews. And at the end, I was offered the job, but I was offered a lower salary than I thought that I wanted. And in the time that I was interviewing, I looked up the position on glassdoor.com and I saw that, oh my goodness, okay, so the position was actually worth a lot more than what I quoted. So I was caught between what I thought was a rock and a hard place. I ended up taking hardball negotiation tactics in this one and talked to the hiring manager and rejected his offer. And I said, no, no, I was mistaken in what I said. This is really my salary requirement. And he came back. He thought it was pretty funny. He came back and he said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to lower your bonus percentage and increase your salary. I'm going to offer you your, you know, this, this higher salary and a lower bonus and also take down the role from product manager to associate product manager. And I think we can get you promoted in a year. Ever heard that one? That is a very common tactic. You know, take this lower position. We can get you promoted within a year. Yeah, that's an empty promise. So I took it. I was in a desperate situation. It was about a $40,000 raise, which is more than what I needed. And it catapulted. I'm very thankful for it. It catapulted our family into this higher earning level and potential in Massachusetts where we could actually afford our life and breathe. And I wasn't having to soak beans all the time and, and just eat beans and rice. We were really struggling until that point. And I'll tell you what, I cried tears of joy being able to put my daughter in daycare because I was, I was going crazy. I was going a little crazy. So, and I'm, I'm sorry if that phrase offends you, but legitimately, there was something wrong with me. So I was very thankful for it. And when I settled into the role, I realized this was not an associate product manager role. This was a product manager role, not associate level. And I was doing the work of a product manager the whole time I was in it. So I could have been bitter over that decision and the way that I was led into it, the way that I was led into it was not terribly, what's the word, honest. <laughs> but, you know, I, and I could have been bitter about it. I could have thought, you know, that wasn't fair. 
that wasn't the right thing to do. I, I feel like I've been duped. I feel like I've been had. And how dare you give me this lower level position? But you know what? I looked at it and said, it was good. It was good for me. The whole situation was an improvement. And I turned that corner. I turned that corner very quickly from being bitter about what I was duped about and into thankfulness that I was there and able to provide for my family. Now, most people are not in that kind of desperate situation where they can look at it and say, that was a massive change in my life and I'm thankful for it even if I was deceived a little bit. Most people don't have that desperation and that both a blessing and and a little bit of deception, right? So let me tell you about another colleague of mine as well. This is all going to come into today's topic. So another colleague of mine, really, he thought, he actually thought he deserved the, the role, that same role that I was talking about. And he was pretty bitter about not getting it for at least a few months. Okay. At least the first few months that I was in it. Because he was bitter about it, and he was on my team, actually, we worked together. So because he was bitter about not getting that position, he decided that he was he was going to stop learning, he was going to stop growing, he was going to stop absorbing things. He was mad, and that bitterness was clouding his judgment. He convinced himself through his bitterness and through his rejection from that, he convinced himself that the world just didn't see his skills and what he could offer. He told himself that he deserved it, that life wasn't fair, and he, he was dwelling on it. Now, he and I had a heart-to-heart at one point. I told him what I was seeing because I'm a truth teller and I'm not really afraid of people. So I told him what I was seeing and I said, I think this is stunting your growth. I think you are not learning and growing and changing and becoming the person that this position needed because you thought life wasn't fair. Because you thought you didn't get what you deserved. And we really hashed it out. You didn't like me at that point. That's okay. We're good friends now. So he then turned to that corner and saw all the good things in his life and how life was taking care of him. He turned that corner and he said, okay, I see what you're saying. My bitterness isn't helping me. It is creating this anger inside of me that is stopping me from changing myself. Instead, I'm digging in my heels and I'm saying, I deserved this. I should have been there. And because I'm thinking that way, I'm not changing. I'm not growing. And once he said that, he got out of his own way. Once he said that, he acknowledged it and he worked hard to change how he was framing things in his mind, how he was seeing situations. He got out of his own way. I needed to do the same thing. I did. And once he got out of his own way, he started learning again. He started growing. And then he became a rock star at work. I mean, he became a star. And I'll tell you, he is still a star wherever he goes. He wouldn't have been. I'm just going to tell you that straight up right now. He wouldn't have been if he had stayed focused on what was fair to him. He was going for fair. Honestly, guys, he was going for mediocre. He was going for fair and he was digging in his heels saying, I deserved that and I didn't get it. And those people just don't see me for who I am. As soon as he turned that around and he said, maybe I have something to learn. Maybe I can grow. There is a reason that I didn't get that job. There is a reason I didn't get that promotion. 
What else can I do? What else can I learn? Where can I grow? What can I develop? I can control myself and no one else. So what can I control and what can I change and how can I grow to become the person who is going to rock that position? Once he turned that corner and reframed it and looked at what he could control, which was his attitude, his perspective, and his his determination toward growth, once he turned that corner, he was incredible. So here's the point. Here's the point of both of those stories. Bitterness, bitterness, looking at what's fair and then deciding that you didn't get what was fair to you, bitterness is a poison to careers. Bitter people think they deserve more than they get in life. They're never, ever satisfied with what they have. They're usually paranoid and think everyone is out to get them. I've met a lot of bitter people. Bitter people don't appreciate the kindness of other people. They think they deserve it. So they don't acknowledge that other people's skills and hard work are responsible for their success. You see, they see bitter people, people who are focused on what is fair, don't acknowledge their own faults and shortcomings. When you're bitter, you're only ruining your own life. I did something crazy. Want to hear? Instead of completing the Aspiring Managers course, I started creating a course called the Promotion Handbook because I realized most of the people that I talked to wanted to get to the next promotion and didn't necessarily want that promotion to be a manager level. So if you are looking to get to the next promotion within your company, take the quiz below and apply to be a free beta tester for my next course, the Promotion Handbook. I will only take the first five people who apply and are accepted to be beta testers for the Promotion Handbook course. In exchange, I'm asking you to please review every single chapter or every single lesson and tell me what could be improved in the lesson and the activities. I'm looking forward to finding the first five free course takers for the promotion handbook. This is only for people who want to get to the next promotion in their current companies. Sign up at the link in this podcast episode description. Let me say that again. When you're bitter, when you are focused on what's fair to you, getting what's fair to you, you're only ruining your own life. Because you're stopping yourself from focusing on how you can grow, what you can give, how you can prove that you're worth more. You're not focusing on your own blind spots. Instead, you're focusing on the blind spots of other people. And that is not how you grow. Yeah, other people aren't perfect. And life is not going to be fair. And you're not going to get what you deserve. So focus on what's good for you. Focus on your own growth. Focus on your own learning and proving that you should be where you want to be. And when life isn't fair to you, instead of being bitter about it, turn around and say, what made that happen and how can I grow? So that's my mindset here. When you focus on what's good for you, you grow and you become the person you want to be. When you focus on people being fair to you, You stop growing 
because you've said to yourself, I deserved that. I don't need to do anything else. Here's what I hear. I hear all the time because I do a lot of coaching. I hear all the time. People say I should get what's fair, that I should only do the work I'm paid to do. I should be acknowledged. I should all of these things. I should, I should, I should. Yes, you should get what's fair. You should. And if you are focused on only doing the work that you're paid to do, well, I do think, and you've heard this over and over, I think that you should set boundaries. And here's what I mean by that. To set clear boundaries, be strategic and straightforward about the work you'll do and the work you won't do and why. And please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying to be a doormat. I'm not saying to pick up everyone's slack all the time. I'm not saying to do other people's jobs for them, their base level jobs for them. I'm saying to be discerning, to really pick out when people are having a hard time and being helpful and giver, but not someone who does someone else's job 100% for them all the time. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm not going to advocate for that. You know that I'm not telling you to do someone else's job for you, but I am telling you That you should see yourself and your attitude through other people's eyes and think about whether it's helping you or hurting you. Figure out how you are proving that you are in that next level, where you should grow, how you should show your growth, and how that's being received. Think about that. Think about that, guys. Okay? But set your boundaries. Be clear and straightforward and strategic in where your boundaries are and when you can open your boundaries up. Because when you open your boundaries up, that's where when you grow. Okay. Or maybe this and this, I hear this a lot of time. Maybe you're in a situation where you're not able to get ahead because of some sort of discrimination. I've been there. Okay. I've been through pregnancy discrimination. I have seen and coached people through racial discrimination and age discrimination. And I have been, I mean, I've seen gender discrimination toward me and other people. Okay. It happens. It happens. This world is not perfect. That, my friends, is a bad environment. But still don't be bitter about it. Still don't don't be bitter. Change your situation. Find a new group or a new company. Find your opportunities. There are always more opportunities than people initially see. Always, always. My favorite phrase in coaching is, and what else? And what else? Because it gets people to see beyond their front yard. Okay, find your initial, your additional opportunities. Find what else. So you might be there thinking to yourself, yeah, okay, Catherine, my opportunities. What are my opportunities? And you sit down, you write out, you know, okay, maybe I could apply to this job or that job and I'm suited for instructional design or marketing or sales. And that's where I am. And that's all that I can do. No, think beyond that. Your skills are transferable. You have desires. You have passions. You have, you have all different opportunities in front of you. So think beyond that. Write down two or three different industries that you could be part of. Write down job descriptions. Search for, search for bullets and competencies, not things that you're comfortable and familiar with. You can change your life when you see the opportunities in front of you. So if you are in one of those situations where you are experiencing some sort of discrimination, find your opportunities, spend your energy on opportunity seeking 
instead of pelting bitter bullets at your coworkers. That's not going to help. If they're if they have a prejudice against you, spewing bitterness at them or just having a bitter attitude toward them is not going to help, guys. It's just not. So help yourself out of the situation by finding your opportunities. All right, here's the bottom line in this whole podcast episode, right? Focusing on creating fairness for yourself is a losing game. It's a losing game. It's not going to help you. There's enough to go around. There's enough, like focusing on salary fairness, not going to help you. Focusing on fair job responsibilities, that's not going to help you. Don't focus on mediocre. Don't focus on what you deserve. Focus instead on how you can learn and grow. Focus on how you can get ahead and how you can help pull people up as you go forward. That is the best part of becoming a boss, becoming a manager, is finding your people and finding your team and and pulling them up with you as you progress up yourself. That I mean, I love that part. So spend your energy on finding something that's good for you. Okay, find something better, something worthwhile. You'll change your life when you change your focus. Fair is almost never equitable. Okay, so look for good or even great or amazing. Spend your energy on finding better opportunities and make the most of them. Bitter energy, bitter energy will infect your soul. Those souls rot and die. Nobody wants to hire them. Have you ever wanted to work with a bitter person? No, no. That one guy at the beginning, the one guy who thought he deserved the job that I ended up getting in my desperate situation, I saw him. He was a bitter guy. And I saw him and thought, you know what? He is digging his own grave by his bitterness. He will not get anywhere if he continues with that outlook in life. He will not get anywhere. And my heart went out to him because I saw somebody who was hurting and I wanted to help. So I, I spoke with him and helped him come around to it. It, was, it took a few months, but I helped him come around from his bitter focus to a focus of how can I learn and grow and be great and become the person that they want to hire in that position. He had to change a lot. He had to learn a lot. He had to grow a lot. He had to change how he was presenting himself. Because nobody wanted to promote him because of that bitterness. So guys, focus instead on the good. Focus on what's good. Focus on what's better. Focus on what's best. And you will change your life. So here's your application. Wherever you are seeing that you are focusing on fairness and you are being bitter about it, about what you're not getting, change that. Look at that and say, that's not helping me. That's not serving me. And instead say, from somebody else's perspective, what am I not doing? What do I not know? What am I not getting? What is keeping me from getting what I think is fair? And then change that. You can change. You can change. I see it all the time. I help people change. That's all I do as a coach now. I'm a catalyst for change, massive change, massive growth, and I absolutely love it. 
So go guys, go find where you're bitter. And instead of being bitter, look at it, look at it discerningly. Maybe you need a friend to help. That's okay. Ask your friend for help. Ask a coworker for help honestly, eagerly with a desire to change, understanding that you're going to hear something you don't want to hear and then go change. All right, that's it. That's it for this episode. I cannot wait to see you next week. And I hope this helped. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.